Hey everyone, welcome back to the Zoho My Business podcast. If you have any interest in some sort of chat feature for your website or you want tools that better help you track your website visitors and engage them better, this is the episode for you. This episode is all about Sales IQ, which is Zoho's chat and website analytics tool. I sat down with one of my very own salespeople, Jana Eatman, to talk to her about her own personal experiences using Sales IQ every day. So you're going to get a firsthand account of what it's like to use the software. She had a lot of great knowledge she shared about what it's like to sign into the app each day, how to use it, how to interact with website visitors. She has some really cool nuggets for you about how you can actually start a chat with someone based on the pages they're visiting and potentially how you can even know if people are returning visitors. And she just had a lot of great little pieces of information um, about how to better track the visitors, better engage them through chat. So I think you're going to get a lot out of it. And so with no further ado, here's the episode. Welcome to the Zoho My Business podcast. I'm Mark Straniglia, and on my journey to building a million-dollar business, Zoho and using software efficiently was one of the keys to my success. Whether you're a business owner or employee using Zoho in your business, this podcast is for you. My goal is to make Zoho easier to use and easier to apply to your specific business so that you can be more productive and more profitable. So hey everyone, I am excited to be sitting down with one of Spotlight Branding's own today, Jana Eatman. Uh, she is the salesperson at Spotlight Branding. Jana, how's it going? It is going wonderful. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. So uh, you know, Jana's just down the hall from me while we're recording this, but you know, we're 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 still trying to do our best to be COVID safe here, even within our offices. So we're recording this uh, here on Zoom. Obviously, most of you are listening uh, on the podcast. Um, but uh, so Jana, you've been using Sales IQ uh, in your role at Spotlight Branding um, for about how long have you been using Sales IQ? Probably about a year and a half or so. Okay, so give us—I mean, gosh—give us like the ten thousand foot view of of your understanding of Sales IQ, uh, maybe, and 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 then we'll kind of go into how you've used it. But just you know, what, what's your kind of summary of Sales IQ? Yeah, I would say that it's essentially a port. It's within the suite of Zoho, and it's a way to see who is visiting your website and then interact with them, um, like a chat feature. It obviously has a, a whole bunch of different integrations within Zoho, but at its base, it's it's a way to see who's on your website and talk to them. Yeah, you know, I, I noticed I, I went to the Sales IQ website, and and it sounds like the way they kind of label it is their chat, visitor tracking, and analytics. Would that, would, was that, has that been your, your experience so far? I would say yes. Yes. Um, okay. All three of those. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess tell, like, tell us about those three things a little bit. So like, let's start with chat. So how is, how is spotlight branding using chat? How are, how have you been interacting with it? Just kind of tell me about, you know, what that experience has been like. So with the chat, um, either the person who's visiting the website can start a chat with um, a representative or a bot if you choose to have um, it be something that's automated, or um, you can manually start a chat with anyone who visits your website. So what we've been doing is typically engaging with people who visit our website um, who seem like they might be qualified leads. So specifically for Spotlight Branding, we want to target solo and small attorneys in the United States. So um, one of the other cool features that is 
is it will show you um, where the person is located. So if they're in the United States, um, then I will usually initiate a chat with them. And I have a templated message that I can um, click just by hitting shift number three to get the little hashtag sign. And it'll pop up a, a generated message and I can reach okay, out. This is, this is really interesting, right? Okay, so, so obviously... I mean, I think most people are familiar with website chat because there's not many websites without it, right? So I, I totally get that, um, right? A lot of times I'm guessing you're, you're the person behind the chat, like it's spotlight. So if somebody, if somebody starts to chat, you get a notification, you interact with them. And we can even talk more about that in a minute. But the idea of you initiating a chat with a website visitor is really interesting. Like, how does that, how does that happen? Are they, are they getting like a pop-up or something or... Because for the listeners out there, I actually don't know the answer to this. Uh, Spotlight Branding is my company, but but I I'm not involved with the our usage of sales IQ, so I'm actually curious myself. Yes, yeah, so it will pop up in the bottom right hand corner for the user. So you've probably been on websites before where the chat will pop up right in the middle, and you can't do anything else until you click it or um, click out of it. But it'll pop up in the bottom right um, and say that message, and it won't take up the whole screen. It's just like a little a little portion of it down in the in the bottom. Okay, and like you said, that could be like a templated message because like I know there's like I've been to websites where I get a pop up like that, but it seems like it's a it's a bot. Right. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, but what you're saying is that while it can be, you also could just type something to them, whatever you want to say. Yes. And I've done that before too. Um, we can get into it a bit later of recognizing when people come back to the website, but sometimes I'll know who specifically it is. And so I can send a very personalized message. You'd be like, Hey, Brian, <laughs> yeah. I've done that, but you do have to be careful because it, it might freak people out, <laughs> but I've done it before. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, well, I mean, do you have any other, I mean, would you have any other thoughts just on overall using the chat in and of itself? I mean, it, you know, from the research I did, it seems like it checks most of the boxes. I mean, um, it looks like, you know, like you, you, you can set up more of a chat bot, uh, either if you don't have a person, a representative kind of manning the station, or I suppose after hours, well, actually, let me ask about like that. Like, how do you guys handle after hours chat? Is it just turned off or how does it work? So anytime you have a live representative, there's a toggle switch that will signal that that user is available. Um, and it'll even say that we're online at the bottom right whenever people are on the website. And then whenever you leave for the day, so if I leave um, and everyone else in the office is left, I'll toggle it to busy. And that just shows that there are no available operators. However, someone can still engage with us. They just then have to put in their email address to begin. Whereas if I start it, they don't have to give that information. Got it. Okay. Do, um, like, can multiple people within a company be available at the same time? They can. Yes. Uh, we personally have it set up where, um, the other team members will log into my own chat because the templates that I use say my name and my position, because we're trying to encourage people to book a call with me. So it just makes more sense for it to be me, um, that they're talking to usually, but you can definitely have multiple, um, and it will assign users to a different operator based on who's busy or available. So I know one of the things that I'd want to better understand if I was trying to entertain whether either A, just to use a chat function to begin with, or, or B, specifically Zoho versus another, would just be what does it look like to use it day to day? So like I mean by that is, you know, do people have to keep some separate window open um, or does it integrate 
with with CRM so that no matter where you are or how about other Zoho apps like how how much effort do you have to put in to kind of be aware that uh, a chat opportunity is available now and whether that's somebody messaging the chat or potentially even you mentioned that if it's a visitor you could even start a chat with them so like how does that chat feature integrate with your day or something you got to keep an eye on all the time yeah, so um, typically what I'll do is have either a tab open on my internet browser um, with Sales IQ or they have an app, like a desktop app that you can use. Um, I typically will just use it on the internet browser um, as a separate tab in a different window and it doesn't have to be up. So you get notified as soon as someone messages you and initiates the chat, you can set your, your tone, but it, it pings audibly to notify you and mm. it will usually pop up sidebar. Um, so that's a great way to know there. However, to know whenever people are visiting our website, when I want to have it actively up to engage with them, um, CRM has an integration where at the very bottom in the right-hand corner, or yeah, bottom right, you can see um, how many visitors are actively on your website. So if it's zero, there's no need for me to be over there and have it up. But if I know we just sent out an email and there are probably people clicking and coming to our website and there's like eight people on there, I'm going to want to go ahead and have it up so I can reach out to all of those people. Right. And I would assume as, you know, someone in the role in, in a sales and marketing role, like CRM is probably what you have open most of the time. Yes. At right. all times. <laughs> so now if somebody starts a chat, do you, can you get that notification in CRM as well? Um, you might be able to set it to pop up. Um, I don't have that one set up. Um, it'll just like, it almost sounds like a phone call. The, the little music ding that it'll do yeah um, that's interesting because I, I know that i know that you know for anyone out there that's experimented with click which is zoho's uh chat option it's kind of their answer to slack which which i know we use at spotlight branding for our our company chat the thing i really like about click is i think whatever zoho app you're in like 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 any of the 40 um click always shows up across the bottom um, so if we were to message each other, um, we see it. So I, I, I would think that sales IQ has tapped into that and maybe you could even get a pop-up. So I wonder if that's just a feature that has to be turned on or something, you know, um, it if not, it's not, that's a, that's a feature request that we'll have to make. Yes. Yeah, I think it is. I've set up different CRM things to click me before from like Taz, the little, the click guy, um, just send me things when certain actions are taken, but I think, I definitely think it could be. Okay. Very not. cool. And, you know, I, I want to talk about the visitor tracking real quick, because I think that's actually one of the more unique things to sales IQ. And, uh, you know, I, I just made a note here that I wanted to comment for the listeners that, like I mentioned before, it sounds like the chat function, the end of the day is your basic chat function. You can, you can have a, a person, you can have a bot. Uh, I look like there's even some cool features, like you can even attach files and even start a screen share right from the chat feature. I thought that was pretty neat, you know, um, you don't necessarily have to start a zoom call to share your screen with somebody. Um, but so I think the chat function is pretty straightforward, but the visitor tracking is kind of unique, right? So let's kind of go back to how, how you use the visitor tracking and maybe we'll, we'll even touch a little bit on, on how, how something like that works. So for visitor tracking, um, it, it's very, very um, almost crazy and creepy how intricate it can be and how, how you're able to see how people navigate through your website. So anytime someone brand new comes to your website, they're named visitor and then a string of numbers, um, just random, random numbers there. And you are able to rename them 
um, there's a little, you know, pencil so you can edit their name. So if I happen to see someone is on one of our download pages and then I immediately get the email that they just downloaded that resource and I see their name associated, I know who that is. So I can go in and rename them. Or one of my other favorite ways to track specifically who is on there is through the CRM email functionality. Um, okay. And there is a sales IQ link. Okay, so anytime you are emailing someone directly from CRM, you would have had to have already integrated your email account with CRM to do that. But when you're emailing them, um, there's a little pop up at the top for insert a sales IQ link. So anytime you have a page on your website in that email, if you um, select that and then click this insert sales IQ link, anytime that person clicks on that link and then arrives on your website, the sales IQ now knows who they are and associates all of their CRM information with that. Um, okay. That's pretty neat. Let me make sure I follow. So, so, and this is just one of the ways to do visitor tracking, right? It's not, it's not dependent on this, but, but you're saying if you are interacting with a customer, a client, a lead, um, if you, if you include a, a link in an email, as long as you create that email from CRM and it sounds like there's a couple steps, but nonetheless, um, um, if, it's a, if it's a, and for those of you that don't know, you can actually send emails from CRM, uh, to people in, in CRM. Um, but you're saying if you send them like a, so it's not, so them just getting the emails out enough, but if they click on that link you put in there, then moving forward, sales IQ will recognize them. And I'm guessing probably their IP address mm-hmm. is probably what it is, but you're saying, so now you would know if that person came back to your website, what pages they visited and so forth. Exactly. Until they clear out their cash. Um, and some people do that more frequently than others. Um, some people so don't know it, what that is. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, so. so yeah, it's yeah. good until they do that. Um, are, there other, always- are there other ways to capture that? Like, are there other ways to, so, I mean, you mentioned that you could label somebody, right? But then again, you've got no idea who they are, uh, like at the beginning, right? So, I mean, are, are there other what else, at least that you're aware of or that, that you guys use, can you actually capture that information so you know that user 117923 is actually, you know, John Doe in your CRM, and then you can have historical records of what they do on the website. Are there other ways to make that link or is it just through that email thing? Those are the two primary ways that are really the two only ones that I know of are the link, um, the sales IQ link in the emails, or if you like manually rename them once you're able to associate them. Um, the only you other option is with them and you're like, Hey, what's your name? And they tell yeah. you their name. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, so I guess there is kind of a third way. So once you're chatting with somebody, um, once you get their like email address, if they put that into the chat, especially if they are starting and initiating the chat with you, um, it will pull all the information from any CRM record that has that exact same email address. So it's all based on their email address. And you know what? We haven't experimented with it yet. And I don't know if we would do it from sales IQ or CRM, but I would imagine if you put a Zoho form on the website. So I'm, I'm not talking about the chat now. I'm talking about like a contact page, you know, um, or even like if you got any sort of like a lead magnet, like we have a lot of free resources we give away, but we require their email address if those are Zoho forms, like for example, I know you can create a lead capture form in CRM. Um, I don't think we do that yet, but I, I would imagine that if you're creating a Zoho form and you know that, that form would be adding that person to CRM, 
if it's a Zoho form, right? It would add them to Zoho CRM. I wonder if it would, if it would make that connection there as well. I would think so. Okay. I would be very surprised if it did it. Well, we need to look into that at Spotlight Branding. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, that's a that, that's a real opportunity. Yeah, okay. And, and, and I bet over time, Zoho will release even kind of more ways, you know, m- more ways to do that. Are, are there any other components of visitor tracking? Like I know that, I know there's this whole concept of rings. I know there's this idea of uh, tracking what pages someone's on and maybe you engage them differently. So, I mean, yeah, kind of talk to us about, you know, the different ways you engage and actually use the platform when it comes to the chat and the visitor tracking kind of combined, you know, what, what are, what are your, some of the best practices for everyone listening, you know? Yeah. Um, so the rings, like you mentioned, um, they are physical, just like circles around your picture, who is, you know, the picture of the operator on there. And as people, um, you see, they don't see this. Correct. Yes. This is all for just the operators and the users of sales IQ. Um, but you can set up customizable rings um, so that people can get closer to you, which is, you know, better ideally. Maybe they go to certain pages of the website. Maybe they spend a certain length of time on the website. Maybe they have to be from a certain location um, in order to get closer to you. So I personally have set them up for a um, like a mix of time spent on the website and location. So we know that we're targeting attorneys in the United States. So if someone's from outside of the U S they can't get to my, my closest ring. Um, and as they spend more time and navigate throughout more pages, they continue to get closer to me, which, um, makes them appear as a, a hotter lead, if you will. Okay. And there, uh, nothing's all, nothing is triggered from this. This is more to make you the op, make it easier for you, the operator, to figure out if maybe you want it. So if there's a, if there's a lot of visitors on the website, this creates a visual for you to see maybe who you should consider uh, starting a chat with. Exactly. Yeah. It's all optics for the, the operators. Okay. So you can, you know, so your experiences, you can do that based on where they're located. I'm, I'm guessing maybe if they've, if they've been here before. Yes. Yep. How many times they, or okay. previous visits they've had, um, the, yeah, the pages that they go through, okay. uh, the time spent on it total. There's a, so right. many criteria. I mean, the way I think about this, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's like you, if somebody goes to a, our page about our social media service, you could literally be like, hey, are you looking for help with social media? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Have you done that before? <laughs> Um, only with people, a couple of people that I know. So once in a while, someone in the office, I'll see them on there because I've sent them that sales IQ link. So their name pops up. Um, and so sometimes I'll just chat with them for fun. Um, or if it's someone that I've talked to multiple times and I, I know it won't scare them away if I've mentioned them I my name. Or I, think, I think that there's an opportunity there though. Right. I mean, I, I think, I don't think, I mean, I think, I think someone, I mean, I think people would probably think two things. I think they would either think it's a bot right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, or they would think it's creepy, but I don't know that it would bother them. <laughs> you know? A lot of people have a bot. Um, and I've told people before on the call, after we've talked on the chat that, oh, that was actually like me. Maybe um, you leave with that. Be like, first of all, I'm not a robot. Second of all, do you need help with blank? And blank should be whatever page they're on. I like that. I, I think I might make those a couple times. Maybe, maybe like, hey, someone- hey, Jana here, not a robot, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, I, I, I I would have fun with it. I'd be like, I see you, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we didn't have all these fancy tools, Jana, when I was doing sales. Um, (laughs) 
it is it's very robust the, the capabilities and there's still so much more that I, I probably don't even got it so i mean what was the what was the setup like of all this stuff oh so simple um because everything's integrated so it really was just setting up um you know what i wanted my rings to be um what the criteria was adding in the template it was so easy and you can have multiples um and that that's pretty much it um it's not a difficult setup whatsoever okay do you oh and well you have to add it to your website so in order to have it track that um you just have to embed the code on the footer of your website which is again super simple okay that's nice and then you just operate everything from within sales iq or potentially if you're using crm you know something like that Mm -hmm. okay um, I know you made a you made a note um, when you and I were talking offline. You made a note also about referred visitors. Can you tell us more about what that is? Yes. So whenever someone lands on Sales IQ, lands on your website, um, you're able to see where they come from. So it'll tell you if it's a search engine and it'll even tell you which one. Um, a surprising amount of people still use Bing. And so they'll find us through searching on Bing. And Another way are direct links. So if someone just directly types in a Spotlight branding URL and the referred one means that they came from another website. So we have a few different um, like companies or vendors that we know have links to our website on theirs. And those are referred visitors and referred traffic. And anytime someone does that, you're able to see the exact URL that they came from, which is huge when you're trying to figure out how people are hearing about you. Is that only if you like preloaded those URLs or like it literally doesn't matter where they come from, it tells you? It doesn't matter. I didn't preload any of these. Oh yeah, that's huge because if you've got a process to uh, capture those visitors, whether it's through chat or something else, um, you don't necessarily have to ask them, how'd you find us? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, wow. So how to manage a small law firm is, you know, someone that a lot of our like clients are members of and, you know, we're listed on their preferred vendor page. So a lot of times I will see people coming directly from that page. Um, and it's super easy. You just hover right over there. Um, right. It sounds like you're not doing it, but if I knew that I would open up a chat with them and be like, Hey, I heard you're a member of how to manage a small law firm. How's it going? I definitely could. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I personally think you should and to see what happens. I mean, I'm sure some of the people listening right now are like, Mark, you're crazy. Um, <laughs> but I just, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that, I think people, I think people are starting to recognize more and more that how sophisticated technology is and, and, and stuff like that. And, it, you know, it's not like, it's not like if you're using sales IQ, you're, you're lifting the hood and knowing everything about somebody. You're, you're just knowing you know, their geographic location, I'm, I'm guessing it's sit, uh, city or state. It's not like you have their address or something like that. Right. And I mean, unless you wanted to really go the extra mile and look up their IP address, you can get a pretty targeted area, but I just, I'm good with city and state. That's Got it. Thing. And then, uh, right, right. And, um, and then, I mean, Google Analytics already does what we're talking about. Google Analytics already figures out what website they came from to go to yours. So all of that's happening anyway. Um, and you're just actually make it easier, easier to see the information, you know, so that, so, so that you can use it, you know? Um, but, uh, and if you don't have Google analytics on your website, then that's a whole nother conversation. Right. But if you got Google Analytics for all those listening out there, if you're worried about this, maybe you're not, but in case you are, if you've got Google analytics on your website, you're already tracking this information. 
right? So why not use something like sales IQ and put it at your fingertips? You know, now if you don't want to be creepy like me and, you know, say hello to them, fine. But uh, um, so one of the other things I want to ask you about and is I know that we've played around with the lead scoring function in CRM. For those out there that, that don't know what that is, it's, there's a, it's a ton of things you can do to basically give points to leads so you can figure out what leads are hotter or better. And so, and it's uh, not just about sales IQ. It could be lots of different things. Like if they open an email, they get a point. You know, if they download something, they get a, they get a point. Um, so there's a lot of different ways you can set that up. And we could probably do a separate podcast about lead scoring in general. But have, have you guys played around with how sales IQ can help lead scoring at all? We have. And one thing that is kind of, I guess, frustrating in a way is that the lead score that will pop up anytime you click on someone who is on your website is completely separate from CRM lead scoring. So um, someone on the website could have a lead score of 100, um, but it has so like sales no... IQ has its own lead scoring? Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, however, um, I think it's based on, you know, a like an accumulation of how long they're on the website, how many pages they've gone to, you know, how they filled out any, you know, like forms or how many, um, you know, how they engaged with the chat is my sure. best, you know. But I imagine that's also helpful because, you know, that, that website visitor might not be in CRM yet, mm-hmm. right? They just might be a visitor, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but exactly. you're, it, you know, it sounds like that's kind of similar to the rings thing you were describing where, uh, you know, they can get, you know, kind of become a hotter lead, but it, are there not ways in CRM? If, if, if you've done the work that we talked about earlier, where CRM knows who the visitor is, mm-hmm. can you, can you also have the lead scoring in CRM change if they say, visit your website again? I believe so. Yes. So okay. some of the criteria that you can set up within CRM lead scoring have pertinence to what they're doing within sales IQ and on the website. Yes. Cause I think, I think that'd be one of the things that's pretty neat if, you know, and, and it sounds like the obstacle is the biggest obstacle. It sounds like, although this is not a necessity of using sales IQ, but it sounds like the biggest obstacle is if someone is in your CRM, how to make sure that um, sales IQ knows that, that they're that person. Right. And so maybe that's, they filled out a Zoho form. Maybe that's, you sent them an email from CRM and it had a link in it. And so you know, now sales IQ knows that that's who they are. Maybe it's from the chat feature. Um, but it sounds like the real win is if you can do that, not only could you be in sales IQ and know if that person's back, but also you could have things happening in CRM, like somebody's lead score going up if they came back at 10 PM tonight and you didn't even know it is that, I mean, that mm-hmm. that's kind of the direction this can go. Am I right? Yes. And I will say another, the, um, the sales IQ lead scoring, if people have been on your website for a while, but they haven't been active, like they just left the tab open, that score will start to go down, which is really interesting. Uh, it just means they're, they're not, they're not primed for you to engage with them really. It's uh, very cool. It's very cool to watch in real time. Well, let, let, let's kind of, let's kind of, you know, spend our last couple of minutes here. Just, just more hearing from you as an individual, have, you know, have you been happy with it? What's, you know, what's your usage been like? Would you recommend it? So, I mean, just kind of talk to us about your, your own personal thoughts. I think it is wonderful. And, you know, it definitely takes a little bit of, 
you know, research to really figure out all of the capabilities. And I even went to a meetup about sales IQ and CRM that was in Charlotte um, whenever we could meet in person. Um, but ov- overall, I think it's a phenomenal tool to be able to see and track. I think that the analytics is, you know, the, the other little part to just mention where you can run a report of all the people who came to you from LinkedIn or something. You can see all those people um, that were referred to you from certain sites and, um, you know, the duration and the time spent. And it's, you can get very, very granular. And as a, a data and analytics like geek, I love that aspect of it. So okay. what about uh, just using I, it? Like, like um, so if a company's thinking about adopting it, right, you can kind of speak from the user's perspective, right? So if a, if a sales manager says to all their salespeople, hey, you got to start using this tool, um, I mean, is there anything that that sales manager should know or anything you would tell the, your fellow salespeople, you know, just to kind of help them out or? I would, I would say, um, you know, if you have the opportunity to man it live versus having, you know, their automated feature, um, that that's going to be the winner because you can make things so much more personal. And like you said, you can say, hey, do you need help with social media when they're on your social media page? Um, some of the tips I would say, if you know that you're going to be doing any sort of email blast or some sort of a a traffic generating campaign, go ahead and prepare for that so that you're on the website so that you're not missing any chats that people may send you. And so you can hit all those people yourself. Um, So that's been one of the the tips I've learned is we have our emails go out at a certain time every week, um, our standard newsletter. So I'm always on there then to try and hit all those people coming in. Do you know, that gets my wheels turning too. Do you know, so you were describing earlier that when you send an email from CRM, you can essentially include what is a sales IQ link. Um, do, do you know if you can do that with maybe some of the email marketing? Um, I believe if you were to send something from campaigns, um, actually, no, I don't think you can, because if it's a mass email, I don't know that it will work because it's a custom code. And so, oh, this is actually another thing I've noticed. So if I were to send an email to say you with the sales IQ link, and then you clicked it, it would tag you as Mark Sterniglia. However, if you were to then forward that email to me, and then I click that link, it would think that I was also Mark. Got it. So, it, and, and I would imagine, I would imagine in, in, that's not necessarily a deal breaker because that's rare that that probably happens. Um, Very rare. Okay, no, and that's, I mean, look, I think it, it, it sounds like that's, you know, to me, that's the cherry on top, right? That's not, at the end of the day, sales IQ, I think is trying to be a chat service. And it sounds like it checks that box well. Very well. And anything else you can figure out, you know, to use it for, whether it be lead scoring, visitor tracking, I, I, I feel like that's kind of the bonus, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, um, and do you know, do you find it pretty easy? I mean, you had mentioned earlier that if you're going to hop on a sales call, you just kind of toggle off you know, and, and stuff like that. So I mean, you, you find it pretty easy to use and any kind of final thoughts just around using it? Um, yes. If I need to talk a lot at the end of the day, that's fine. And if I do forget, and sometimes I'll go home and forget and people will engage with us and that's fine because they put in their email address. So I can just grab, I can grab that and email them in the morning. So it's not the worst thing ever if that we miss one. Um, yeah, I think it's very user-friendly and obviously as much as we love integrations, it can do a lot of that, which is really helpful for my role at least and probably whoever's listening too. Awesome. Cool. Well, Jana, if anybody wants to pick your brain more and, and you'll allow it, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, you can, first off, you can go to our website and just chat in the little <laughs> chat box because yes. it's me, right? That's a great first way. Um, or you can also email me 
at Jana, uh, J-A-N-A at spotlightbranding.com. Awesome. All right. Thanks for hanging out today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zoho My Business. Please subscribe and share with others who are using Zoho or who would simply benefit from using software more efficiently in their business. As I continue to Zoho my own businesses, I will share what I learn along the way and help you Zoho yours.